Welcome to episode one of the Stories and Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Brock Hewitt. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. This is the launch episode for our new Stories and Wisdom podcast. So I wanted to do a little introductory episode just kind of to talk about what we are going to be discussing in this podcast and kind of the vision for it. Basically, the whole idea with this Stories and Wisdom podcast is to pursue wisdom together um, as a collective, to pursue wisdom as a community, and to kind of focus on all different aspects of wisdom. What I want to do here is to focus on philosophy, theology, psychology, and other disciplines um, that pursue truth. So we are going to be discussing storytelling, uh, ancient and biblical texts, as well as fairy tales, even into some pop culture stuff such as movies, music, and the whole goal is to study truth as a collective, as a community, and together. I'm going to be having, as the episodes progress, different conversations, have different guests on the podcast to actually, you know, talk about different topics. We'll do some analysis episodes where we analyze fairy tales, analyze storytelling, also bring in archetypes and psychology to our analysis models. And we also go into a little bit of philosophy and religion and talk about these different aspects of eternal and universal truths and, uh, yeah, kind of go from there. So today I want to focus on where we are historically. So I actually have this book called The Benedict Option. It is by the author Rod Dreyer. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but uh, yeah, it's a really cool book. And it has a little breakdown of where we are historically when it comes to philosophy. So I wanted to read this for you. So we're going to start with the 14th century, okay? So this is on page 45 of the book. and I'm just going to read it from the book and then we'll do a little commentary on that. So in the 14th century, the defeat of metaphysical realism by nominalism in medieval theological debates removed the linking of the transcendent and the material worlds. In nominalism, the meaning of objects and actions in the material world depends entirely on what man assigns to it. And war and plague brought the medieval system crashing down. So now if we go to the 15th century, the Renaissance dawned with a new optimistic outlook on human potential and began shifting the West's vision and social imagination from God to man, whom it saw as the measure of all things. So in the 14th century, we had more of a focus theologically and philosophically on God, right? On that transcendent being, that transcendent creator being. In the 15th century, with the Renaissance, this shift began to go towards man. And then if we move to the 16th century, we have the Reformation. For those of you who don't know what that is, basically what happens is there was this guy Martin Luther and some other reformers that basically protested the hierarchy of the Catholic Church, protested the authority of the Catholic Church, and that's when Christianity kind of broke into Catholicism and Protestantism. Protestant meaning protest. So this is what kind of happened in the 16th century. So the Reformation broke the religious unity of Europe. In Protestant lands, it birthed an unresolvable crisis in religious authority which over the coming centuries would cause unending schisms. Okay, and then if we move to the 17th century, the wars of religion resulted in the further discrediting of religion and the founding of the modern nation state. The scientific revolution struck the final blow to the organic medieval model of the cosmos, replacing it with a vision of the universe as a machine. The mind-body split proclaimed by Descartes applied this to the body. Man became alienated from the natural world. The 18th century, the Enlightenment attempted to create a philosophical framework for living in and governing society absent religious reference. 
So the whole idea with the Enlightenment here was to actually separate from the church and to actually kind of get the aspects of reason to be involved in public life while religion, which was considered a burden from the Dark Ages, was held to privatized life. In the 19th century, the success of the Industrial Revolution pulverized the more agricultural way of life, and it uprooted the masses from rural areas and brought them into cities. Relations among people came to be defined by money. The Romantic movement now rebelled against this alienation in the name of individualism and passion. Atheism and Marxist-influenced progressive social reform spread among cultural elites. And then to the 20th century. The horrors of the two world wars severely damaged faith in the gods of reason and progress and in the god of Christianity. With the growth of technology and mass consumer society, people began to pay more attention to themselves and to fulfilling their individual desires. The sexual revolution exalted the desiring individual as a center of the emerging social order. The long journey from the medieval world, racked with suffering but pregnant with meaning, has delivered us to a place emptied of significance and connection. Now, the reality is the shadow of the Enlightenment's failure to replace God with reason has engulfed the West and plunged us into a new dark age. There is no way through this except to push forward to the true dawn and focus on the true light, right? So what we're going to be doing with this podcast in future episodes is actually analyzing story. We're going to get back to some basics, even fairy tales. We'll go into the biblical narratives. We will have conversations about these archetypes of light and dark. I want to try to shape this idea that there is an objective morality, and it's higher than just feeling itself. Light and darkness has always been an aspect of storytelling, and it's always been an aspect of ancient wisdom. The person of Jesus Christ is really the true embodiment of that light. Every hero that we see in myth and folktale is a shadow of Christ, because Christ being the archetypal perfect man, God incarnate, someone to look up to, someone to follow. And then we also have the archetypes of the devil or darkness, you know, the ideas of heaven and hell. Which path will we choose? So in this podcast, I really, really want to focus on these ideas, and we will consciously pursue light within this podcast together. So I'm really pumped up for you guys to be with me on this journey. I can't wait to study ancient wisdom with you. I can't wait to study psychology, philosophy, dive into theology, dive into storytelling, pop culture, movies, all kinds of stuff. And what we will try to do here is understand an objective truth. And I will posit that kind of idea that there is an objective truth, objective morality, and a start to this whole thing that we call life.